0: <laughs> All right, you're silly. <laughs> you're like, and and then you just completely get distracted. All
1: <laughs> oh, that high-pitched squeal on my phone. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So, welcome to episode eight of the Great Weird North. This is our two-month episode already. <laughs> it doesn't feel like that many. I don't know, or it feels longer. Uh yeah. <laughs> I think it feels like longer. It feels a little longer. Um, okay. So today we're going to do the story of the host, his, nope, <laughs> historic SDG Jail. So um, the sources I used for this were historicSDGJail.com, TripAdvisor.ca, SoutheasternOntario.ca, so many. CornwallTourism.com, ChooseCornwall.ca, Wikipedia.org. Um, cornwalljail.com and the canadianencyclopedia.ca. That's all. I mean, I think there should be more. Okay, no. (laughs) So SDG Jail, SDG stands for Stormont Dundas and Glengarry. It's located in Cornwall, Ontario, about a hundred kilometers from Ottawa. It was constructed in 1833 and was active until 2002 Operating as both a minimum and maximum security prison throughout its history until it was decommissioned and the remaining inmates were sent to Ottawa Penitentiary. The building houses the second oldest jail in Ontario and the fifth oldest courthouse. So the oldest jail in Ontario is in Windsor and is called the Old Jail.
1: (laughs) Very, very basic.
0: (laughs) It was built in 1796 originally and then rebuilt in 1925 after a fire.
1: The one in Windsor?
0: Yeah.
1: Or yeah, you said Windsor, right? Yeah, I
0: kind of want to go there just to see it. It's not that far of a drive. A uh, couple hours. A couple hours from here. <laughs> um, it was the site of many escapes. It served as an asylum, as a house of refuge, and also was a home. Also was home to a notable courthouse. So I have a timeline of some of the events and executions that happened, and then we'll get into the, the paranormal stuff. That made me jump a little bit <laughs> last night when i was doing these notes okay <laughs> um yeah every time i heard a noise i was like mm, i don't, I don't want to be in here alone anymore okay so in 1835 just two years after opening four prisoners escaped from the jail and were never found in 1859 the governor's residence is built attached to the jail and in 1971 the residence was turned into holding cells and is currently being used as the SDG County's Visitor and Information Centre, as well as a starting point for tours. In 1869, two cell blocks nicknamed... Oh my... (laughs) Nicknamed Windowless and Hell's Angels Wing were added to accommodate the rise of crime and population in the area. Uh, In 1879, Clark Brown was executed there for murdering his father and sister At their home in Winchester. Brown was only 21 years old when he killed his 68-year-old father and 12-year-old sister with an axe. It took the jury 17 minutes to convict him and he was hanged on Halloween day. In 1892, James Slavin was executed for shooting and killing a citizen and Constable Davey in a drunken argument. He was executed on December 16th at the age of 25. In 1919, John Vergrignuk? Ver, Vergrignuk? Something like that. What is his name? Vergrignuk. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> <It> <laughs> sounds just, good. Sounds great. Right. Uh, so, John Vergrignuk was executed for shooting and killing Warzy Tomaszewski after a bar fight. What's with these names?
1: I don't know. That sounds like some mafia name for <laughs> Warzy.
0: Warzy. There's no nickname, so I'm thinking that's his real name. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. So, okay, 1919. So, 1925, Thomas Collison was executed for stalking and killing a young lady named Beatrice Thorpe. Uh, In 1954, Peter Balcombe and Harry Seguin were to be hanged, but they both committed suicide before they could be executed. In 1970, the jail was modernized with toilets, showers, security cameras, and electronic locks. And also in 1970, the governor was replaced by a non-resident superintendent. All the modern with the toilets. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. the showers. After being open for 137 years. So in 1990, a general population cell block is added, along with a female cell block and more offices. And in 1995, inmate Daryl Bolton escaped to visit his dying father, and he was caught 45 minutes after leaving the jail. And he was the last to attempt to escape that jail. And then in 2002, the jail was decommissioned. So that that timeline covers just a few of the main things that happened here. Uh, many people died on the property, due not only to executions, but also from illness, torture, and murder. Any bodies that were not claimed by their families were burned on the premises, which is now a parking lot, exercise yard, and part of the more modern northern part of the jail. So in the 1960s, the bodies of seven murderers were uncovered in forgotten graves in the courtyard. During the construction of this more modern part of the jail in 1990, multiple bodies were dug up, including those of Peter Balcombe and Henry Seguin, the ones that committed suicide before they could be executed. They just buried them there. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're having trouble with names today. Yeah, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> <and, and>
0: <laughs> Shush. <laughs> uh, there are still said to be around a hundred bodies buried on the property between the parking lot and the exercise yard. Still.
1: Yeah. Oh, that place is haunted as fuck. Oh yeah,
0: it's yeah. Just wait. Hang on.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm holding on. I have a page
0: full of just paranormal stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, this is from an article on SoutheasternOntario.ca by Jessica Carroll. Uh, she and her friend attended one of the guided night tours, which we're so doing one day. Uh, like which, <laughs> fuck we are. Which is done by a group of paranormal investigators led by Elliot... Elliot Lucanar?
1: Where, where do you <laughs> see this name?
0: Lycanar? Yeah. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah, some Dutch last name. Some Dutch
0: last name. Um... Okay. A group of paranormal investigators led by Elliot Lucanar called the Phantoms of Yore. Some of the things that happened to her tour group, um, they saw a white orb coming from underneath a chair and up toward the camera. The, it, they said the orb it didn't take the actions that like a dust particle would make. It was just going very specifically toward, up toward the camera. A strange line appeared over one of the girls' heads in a photo that she tried to recreate and could not. A ball in the warden's residence would light up on its own. So it said that the warden's residence was haunted by the spirits of children for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. So they have all these toys that would just... And the ball that lit up on its own had to move to be lit up. So it would just... It'd be still and light up. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you're doing that shit on your own. <laughs> I can't do it on my own. Well, like, fuck if I'm going in there. I'm not going in there with a group.
0: <laughs> one of the groups on the tour volunteered to help the clairvoyant that was also on a tour years a Ouija board. So one of the ladies did it. And after a few questions, the board, which was on a table, began slowly turning under the planchette so that they had their hands on that little planchette thing and the board started turning underneath them by itself and they were still... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, the clairvoyant that was on the tour, Mark Jade, said that he could sense a man named Charles who used to be a guard. He said that the energy he felt when the Ouija board moved was very negative to the point that it was to the level of being a poltergeist. No, no thanks. I don't, I'll go see the ghosties. I don't want any poltergeisty stuff. Uh, many visitors feel the presence of energy. Quite a few claim to have seen the infamous Lady in Black Spirit, and also a boy named Matthew who haunts the courtroom. Many staff members and visitors have heard the clinging of keys and chains, whistling, and a harmonica playing. Footsteps are often heard coming from the courtroom above the jail at times when nobody should be up there. Um, So that's it. That was it for that article. And then on a show called Creepy Canada, the investigator whose name I couldn't find had 12 years of paranormal experience, said in quotes, it's very active to the point where we can't keep up with the amount of sound and video that there is. So that's a lot for them to have that much that they can't even sort through it all.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a lot.
0: Yeah. Eh, Maybe I won't go there. (laughs) I told you. It sounded fun. I told you. They have an escape room.
1: I don't give a shit if they have a million fucking (laughs) dollars at the end of it. I'm not going there.
0: Come on uh I know some girls I used to work with that would go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Until you tell them that it's severely haunted. Oh no, they
0: go. They're the one we went to do the escape room in. Um, where did I go? Lucan, to the Donnelly escape escape room. We went. Oh. It was fun. Um, so a group called Spirit Seekers made a video which you can watch on CornwallJail.com. They are on a tour of the jail and are in the visitation area and a phone rings. One of them answers it. So these phones have not been working for years. Uh, One of them answers it, and the line's completely dead. They heard their name called, but when they turned around, there was nobody. They heard their name again, louder and more urgently, and same thing, turned around and nobody was there. They felt a really cold hand swipe across the back of their neck, got freaked out, and took off running. (laughs) I mean, I I don't blame them. (laughs) I know how that feels yeah i Mm -hmm. had that
1: happen in the old house oh really that's why i will not go anywhere where it says it's haunted Uh. that shit freaks me out (laughs) i've dealt with all that shit i'm not dealing with it ever again
0: Uh. they didn't hurt you
1: no they didn't hurt me but they did enough to fucking scare the piss out of me well you were
0: young too then
1: yeah (laughs) the last time it happened i was 12 yeah so i remember it clearly
0: (laughs) okay so they got freaked out and took off running they stopped, turned around, and saw a man sitting on a stool in the dark. They said he had dark hair and his eyes were very beady, and he was staring at them as if he knew them. No, thank you. I, no. <laughs> I can deal with the orbs and like the, the cold. What? I just don't want to see anything.
1: <laughs> You've never woken up to a figure?
0: No, I haven't. It's fine. <laughs> I haven't. You know, I should get my mom to tell that story. The crazy old lady in our apartment used to, she had to keep the TV on, otherwise the rocking chair would go back and forth (laughs) and move across the floor.
1: Oh, um, (laughs) here's a story for you. So the old farmhouse I used to live out at, Yeah. so the old farmhouse I used to live out at with my ex years ago, her grandfather used to sleep in the spare room that was just off the living room before he passed away and he used to smoke. Hmm. so the one day that door was closed and you could smell cigarette smoke Ugh. coming from in that room No thanks. and thanks. he had been gone for almost 10 years
0: <laughs> yeah you shouldn't be able to smell it anymore
1: <laughs> no but you could smell it as if somebody took a drag and exhaled it right in your face oh no that's what it smelled like
0: that's no good you should submit a listener's story <laughs> <laughs> or, or several
1: <laughs> no uh
0: okay so, they say that a, that in the women's cell block, you can hear a woman whispering the word, word locket. And they can't figure out why. They've never found a locket or know anything about a locket. So that, That's kind of weird. That's creepy, yeah. Um, they have heard and seen doors opening and closing on their own. Lights turn off and on by themselves. They said the courtroom is a very active spot because of all the people that were sentenced there. And they ended up dying on the property. This next one is...
1: Yeah. isn't that bad, huh?
0: They think the ghost of a man named Jim Sutherland is still present in the jail. He was convicted of petty larceny in the late 1870s. So, not a murder or anything. Just theft. He endured severe whipping for an hour with a fine cord until he couldn't scream in pain anymore. He endured further torture from a cruel prison guard named Barnes, who taunted and beat him mercilessly. Sutherland would go, would go missing for days and show up with new bruises. He died alone in solitary confinement. So they think he's one of the ghosts that is floating around there still. Oh, no shit. I would be too. Yeah, that's poor guy. Like, uh,
1: Like, what the fuck did he steal? An
0: apple? I don't know what he stole, but I couldn't find much on, like, any of the people that were there, actually. Um, it was still long ago, I guess. Like, no, none of the records are digital. No. <laughs> like, even their families from that long ago. Yeah. They'd all be gone. So you can go on guided tours of the prison and property now, and there's also an escape room that you can go to, which, from the looks of it, looks fun, but after researching all this, I don't, I don't know. That I, I know some people that I could go with, but I don't know that I'd want
1: to do that. Well, if you come back and you're rocking back and forth, you're going straight to home <laughs> So for anybody that doesn't know what Homewood it is, it's a local psych ward up here yeah. where you get free pair of slippers every time you take somebody there.
0: <laughs> I heard you get a pizza. That was the rumor when we were in high school is if you admit someone to the psych ward, you get a pizza.
1: <laughs> See, I for <laughs> me, I heard that you got a free pair of slippers. There were so many rumors. And I mean, a pair of slippers would be nice.
0: There's so many rumors about that place. Uh, okay, so yeah. That is the story of the SDG Historic Jail in Cornwall, Ontario. I would drive past it, I think. That's about as close as I would get.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, drive past far enough away where you have to use a pair of binoculars or a sniper scope.
0: Yeah. So everybody, like it's the the tourist visitor and information center now, so people go in and out of there constantly. They say it's really beautiful in the, the entryway. It's all like mahogany wood and viral staircases and stuff yeah like that far i might go see but that's it that's about it i, I don't s- want to go see the cells or anything
1: no i still <laughs> don't think i'd be taking any photos though while no. in there because no one our luck we'd take a photo of the mahogany wood and be like hey there's an orb in that photo <laughs> yeah
0: just an orb as long as there's no like full-bodied apparition, i'm good <laughs> <laughs> all right so i have four fun facts
1: Today. Ooh, ooh! What do you got? What do you got?
0: I got okay. So number one, most people in Canada live within two hundred kilometers of the border of the U.S., and most of the population lives in urban centers like Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, and Calgary, which are the top cities for population in Canada. Which isn't surprising.
1: No, no, <laughs> it's not surprising at all. Can or um, Canada, duh. Um, Toronto keeps growing, I yeah, swear to God. Yeah, I
0: think we're all just one big city now. Um, same yeah. as Kitchener. Kitchener, wow. Waterloo, and Cambridge is, like, one... One city now, almost. <laughs>
1: yeah, but Toronto... Toronto's even worse, though. Oh, yeah. Toronto's have, huge. Toronto, Caledon, Oakville, Mississauga, Brampton... Eventually, is gonna be connected. All the boroughs. Yeah.
0: Scarborough, Peterborough. Yeah, Scarborough, <laughs> Peterborough. <laughs> uh... Alright, so fun fact number two. Quebec City is the only walled city north of Mexico. Quebec is one of the oldest cities in North America, dating back to 1608, when it was founded by Samuel de Champlain. These two attributes helped make Quebec a UNESCO World Heritage Site, which is kind of cool. There aren't too many of those.
1: Quebec City? Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Quebec City, but I want to go to Montreal.
0: Yeah. um, Because
1: I've heard that the... Like the history there, is some of the best history in Canada.
0: So my stepdad went there, and he said, "Don't drive, because <laughs> they drive like crazy people there. Apparently, like worse than anywhere here." We're in Montreal? Yeah, <laughs> he said they're insane. <laughs> so just drive wherever. Okay, fun fact number three: the official phone number for Canada is one eight hundred O Canada. <laughs> How
1: original. <laughs>
0: And number four, you can write a letter in any language and send it to the North Pole, H-O-H-O-H-O, Canada, and you will receive a letter back from Santa. I used to do that when I was a kid. I can't remember. (laughs) No, no, I did. I I I
1: remember sending away Christmas cards until I was about six or seven.
0: I just love that the postal code for the North Pole is ho, ho, ho. Yeah. It's great. And then, and then, then
1: (laughs) I figured out Santa was fake. Oh. I learned at a very early age. Don't listen,
0: children. Plug your ear holes.
1: (laughs) I mean, if there's children listening to this podcast, I feel sorry for them, because I swear a lot.
0: I mean, it is rated explicit, so.
1: Yeah, so get the
0: fuck out. If you're listening to this, you're, and you still believe in Santa, you're probably too young. (laughs) But
1: what about the, what about, um, Easter bunny. That's got to be real.
0: Oh, yeah, it's got to be. he' yes. in our backyard <laughs> with him and his family of, like, six other Easter bunnies.
1: Well, I think I'm going to have to go out very late one night after a few drinks and see if I can find Easter eggs.
0: Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, that's all. You have anything? No. Are you still doing your story on the, what was it, the blonde bulb? Ball- Oh, God. Wookiee Sasquatch thing.
1: <laughs> the what? <laughs> the blonde, bald, wookiee Sasquatch thing.
0: I forget what it was called. Uh, the fur creature? <laughs> what was it
1: called? Uh, I thought we wrote it down.
0: The blonde fur beast. No, I don't... I don't the blonde fur beast. I thing. didn't write it
1: down. <laughs> yes, it is the blonde furby. beast. Um, I can't remember what shit, you called what it. what the hell was that thing? Um... <laughs> Just bear with us here, everybody, trying to figure out what this stupid creature
0: is called. Okay, I'll do my spiel in the meantime. All right, so you can find us at on Facebook at The Great Weird North, on Instagram at The Great Weird North Podcast, on Twitter at Great North 21 and you can email us your creepy, spooky, strange, weird stories. They don't have to be from Canada. To North at gmail.com. And also if you want to send an email for suggestions to Will to do stories on cryptids and creatures and all that stuff from anywhere in the world, you can also send those and you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash North if you want to support the podcast. There are membership tiers you can subscribe to or you could just buy us a coffee and be greatly appreciated. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you want to hop over and leave a review, that would be great. Um, just so, yeah, follow, follow, rate, review wherever you listen to your podcast. It would be awesome. Did you, yeah. Did you find it?
1: <laughs> no, but <Uh-oh. laughs> I did find another thing. I want to put in a suggestion right now. What for me? Right now. Yeah, for you. <laughs> oh, write it on my list. Oh, where did it go? You lost. My phone is being mental. So there's apparently a mysterious ghost ship that burns in the Northumberland Strait.
0: Write it on my list.
1: Between Prince Edward Island and Nova Scotia.
0: Huh.
1: And it's. I've never heard of it. It has been home to a phantom ship for many years.
0: Nice. I will do that. That sounds fun. I'll do that, that one. That
1: sounds awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so I gotta find this stupid creature of mine
0: the, the gold bald uh. wookie sasquatch furby thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, i can't remember yes. what you call it
1: we have officially found a new species
0: <laughs> the gold gold bald wookie sasquatch furby thing
1: my wife is a good ball.
0: <laughs> uh. gold top something
1: yellow top
0: yellow that's the one why do they think gold
1: i don't know though um, <laughs> oh like we were even talking about this stupid thing the other day yeah old yellow top that's it that is what it's <laughs> called
0: so that'll be september 19th so you have a few days to do that yeah <laughs> all right so that's all i have for today so we will see you what's today this comes out on the 29th, so then we'll be into September 5th already for the next episode. Ooh. Yay, fall time. Get rid of this damn humidity. <laughs> Yay,
1: birthday month. <laughs> One year closer to
0: retirement. Woo! <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.
1: <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody.
0: Ciao.